You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Let's talk some NFL draft sleepers next on Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome to F15 and 5. I'm Chris Towers. I'm here with Emery Hunt. We're talking NFL draft like we always are on Mondays when we record, Tuesdays when you listen on FFT and 5. And Emery, I wanted to start, we're going to talk about some, uh, you know, day two or day three guys, some of the lower profile guys who our fantasy players need to know about. But I did want to talk first off about Tennessee QB Hendon Hooker recovering from his torn ACL suffered in November. You know, he is a little bit older as a prospect, 25, just turned 25 in January. So I'm not sure he would have been like a a day one pick even without the injury, but put up really big numbers in Tennessee the last couple of seasons. As a senior, 3,135 passing yards in 11 games, 27 touchdowns, only two interceptions. Plus, over his final two seasons in college, rushed for over 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns. That's the kind of profile, you know, you talk about, you know, Jalen Hurts as someone who, emerged as a draft sleeper to become a, a must-start fantasy option. Does Hendon Hooker have that kind of upside? It, it's tough to see because he wasn't that dynamic of a runner and mm-hmm. he wasn't that shifty of a runner. Um, he's not as strong as Jalen Hurts. So there's different types of run. He has mobility. I probably mm-hmm. would put him along the lines of a Daniel Jones type of okay. mo- mobility. Um, but if you're thinking about someone like Hendon Hooker, because of his age and what he did at Tennessee – He's more of a plug-and-play type guy. He's ready to go. So if you're a team in the first round that has a high first-round pick and you know want to take a position player and then double back maybe in round two, maybe in mm-hmm. round three and get Hendon Hooker, i.e. the Raiders, this would be a good spot to take a guy like that because you could drop him in because he has the experience. He's kind of like Desmond Ritter. He's ready to go right now and play. I mean, Look, Daniel Jones was a top 12 fantasy QB last year with 15 passing touchdowns, which just shows you what that kind of rushing potential can do, even if he's not a great passer. Uh, Do you have any other sleeper QBs or do we want to move on to another position? I'll give you one deep sleeper. And this guy I've been on for a while uh, on HQ and all kind of other things around CBS is Sevis Johnson's the third. You talk about someone out of southeastern Louisiana, 6'5", 226, runs in the high four fours. He was someone that... Not only played quarterback at Southeastern Louisiana, but played a little receiver. You know, he moonlighted that last year, came back and played starting uh, quarterback, and he had a great college gridiron showcase, and he had two pro days. So scouts want to see him again throw the football, and he did it well when I was down there in Fort Worth watching him do his thing, and he's someone that compares favorably to like a Cordell Stewart. So he can come in maybe in the later rounds and be that Taysom Hill type guy that you kind of have to worry about that can be your quarterback but you always have to wonder and worry about him running the football or taking off because he's big, he's fast, he's athletic. He can give you some red zone, green zone type opportunity uh, for your football team. All right, love it. Let's talk about some uh, late round sleeper running backs. Well, I hate to go late round because there's the you know because first of all, everybody's always saying oh I'll take a running back in the first round, but yeah. so we could be talking about day two guys for all <laughs> we care. But when you think about this position, it's a deep class of running backs. Uh, I always got to start with Deuce Vaughn. It reminds me of Darren Sproles. He's fantastic. Uh, his role is easily defined. He doesn't need volume. You pop him in whenever you want to, and he's gonna able to make a play. Devin A-Chain out of Texas A&M, another guy that reminds me a lot of Ma Bradshaw, kind of that feisty, aggressive runner, but has that home run hitting capability. Another one that doesn't need volume to be successful. And Israel 
Ebenekanda, I hope I pronounced his last name correctly, out of Pitt. He is someone that has the explosiveness, reminds me a lot of Melvin Gordon, um, someone that you can take in round two or three, but definitely can be your foundational guy, your starter. And you look in uh, at the wide receiver position. Are you want to, you know, stop because oh, I yeah. gave you too much info? No, let's go. Wide receiver, Charlie Jones out of Purdue. Big fan of his tape, big fan of his game. He's someone that I think can rack up targets and catches as a rookie. Another one of these guys that's a plug-and-play, ready-to-go type player. And a tight end, I've always been a big fan of these receiving-type tight ends. We talked about him last episode, but you also look at Dalton Kincaid out of Utah. I think he is someone – he was my number one flex tight end, which is kind of like your bigger wide receiver type. He could step in right now and help a football team be successful, be that number two option uh, as, as, in terms of the tight end position, but definitely be a number two global option in your passing game. Yeah, that's the the kind of profile, you know, maybe like a – like a Mike Gesicki, more of a you know flex guy out wide. We've seen him be a top ten wide uh, tight end in the past as well. He's going to New England, hoping to to recapture some of that pre Mike McDaniel's glory. So that's a that's an interesting one. Yeah, like we've talked about a couple times on this show the last couple of weeks, the running back and tight end positions especially seem really really deep this year. So it's going to be really interesting to see how that affects the the two t- positions because you know running back we're still like that 2016-2017 draft class era still kind of dominating the position. Uh, a lot of guys in their late 20s, so there's room, you know, especially when you're talking dynasty, for the next class of guys to step in. And tight end, I mean, we always need good tight ends for fantasy. There aren't enough of them. There are maybe five or six of them that actually matter. So would love to see a couple of guys come in this year and make an impact. It's really tough as rookies, but, you know, this is going to be something we keep an eye on over the next couple of weeks. And, if you want to learn more about this draft class, make sure you check out Emory Hunt's 2023 draft guide. Go to footballgameplan.com slash 2023 draft guide. He's got, what, a thousand players uh, covered in there. So you can learn all about this upcoming draft class and the un- undrafted free agent class and all the guys who are going to be coming into the NFL this year. That's going to do it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. We'll see you tomorrow. moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.